The Van Life Series podcast acknowledge the traditional owners and ongoing custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We pay our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and to the Elders past, present and emerging. You just need to take the step and get out there and do it. We actually can turn what we love into our career. You know, I need to do something for myself. That you can actually live a life that's different from what society expects you to do. It's the best decision I've ever made. What are you waiting for? Are you going to wait another year? I feel so alive. The Van Life Series, brought to you by Augie Sundays. Welcome to the Van Life Series podcast. Today joining us is Wade and Danny, who are van lifers traveling around Australia with their two cats. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now you're on a bit of a mission around Australia. You're doing a lap. Where are you now and how long have you been on this journey? So we are currently in Perth, just about to head north from Perth, but we have originally started in Sydney, Sydney, <laughs> in Sydney. <laughs> and uh, so we started in March of 2022. So t- actually today is exactly one year that we've been on the road. 15th of March, 2022. Yeah. Um, and then we headed north and we went all the way up to Cooktown as far as we could kind of go with the van. Then we kind of came down a little bit, headed over to NT and down to Alice Springs. But at that time, we had to make a decision about going to Sydney for a wedding or continue our trip. And we made a decision decision to go back to Sydney. So we went back to Sydney for the wedding and then continued south from Sydney to Melbourne uh, through South Australia, bottom of WA, and then now we'll, we'll finish the north of, of WA. Amazing. How long is the trip? plan to be at this stage <laughs> good question it was planned for one year mm. one year and a half but yeah now we are just literally living one day after the next yeah. and not planning anything we don't need to be back at any stage we are at a point now where we are making money on the road that it's like paying for our expenses and a bit more so for as long as we can we will keep traveling yeah. i guess <laughs> Well, we have, in saying that though, we That's have an overseas, an overseas travel booked for late August. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we are going back to Brazil end of August. So we kind of want to be done with the lap by then, but we haven't done Tasmania yet. Um, so the plan is to kind of finish by then. And then when we come back from Brazil in November to do Tasmania, and then we'll be officially done with the lap. But hopefully that's not the end of our trip. Yeah. <laughs> the lap around Australia will be completed. Yeah. <laughs> what made you want to do this and to not kind of live in that traditional, conventional nine to five life? Yeah, so I think I started this crazy idea. Um, well, we were in their life yeah, before. <laughs> and it was more me pushing to get out of it because I was super unhappy where I was with my job. I was just in an office job, just sitting at a desk for like between eight to 10 hours a day and mm. sitting in track. And I was like, this is just pointless. I was hating it. And then COVID came and I guess it kind of amplified the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, and then we talked and... Like, let's do this. And probably a year or so after we said, let's do it, we were kind of ready to go. Yeah, I always had the dream of traveling the whole of Australia. And we would always watch YouTube videos about people traveling in a van, uh, 
not just Australia and South America and all the uh, Europe, all the countries. Mm. Um, and we would always say like, oh, that would be cool one day. That would be cool one day. And then Wade got to a point where he was really depressed and like hating his job. And I never thought about doing this because I really loved my job. I was like, no, I'm pretty happy where I am. But seeing the way that he was, and then we were just like, look, we are, we are already kind of older, older than the, <laughs> most people that do this. We're over, we're past our thirties. It's like, how long are we going to wait yeah, for this? Yeah. So one day, I think I was chatting to a friend <laughs> in Brazil that was he's doing the whole of like the Americas in a combi, and we just looked at each other. That would be so cool. Let's do it. And then that thing, COVID came and then we were both working from home and mm. we kind of had the time. We would have the time to build something. So we just started looking at events and one day we found one. I was like, but are we actually going to do it? Are we buying it? And then we did it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what van did you get? So we went for a Mercedes Sprinter. Uh, we got it up, we picked it up for a pretty good deal in Newcastle, I think it was for 38k, which wasn't too bad at the time because mm. of the whole COVID prices and everything. It just skyrocketed vans. Did you fit it out or was it already fitted? No, it was completely empty. So the guys we bought it off were a stationary supplier. They had to lay off the truck drivers. So then they had to lay off, they had to sell their vans. So we fitted out the whole van ourselves. It was completely empty. Took us probably six, seven months. Um, I would say the first five months, it was just the weekends and some afternoons. And then the last month or so, we were pretty much, I was pretty much full time on it. To and get you it quit finished. your job. Yeah. Just to get it over the line. Yeah. With, I guess building a van out can be quite challenging. Would you change anything about the process of doing it for anyone else that's thinking about converting a van? What would be the advice for them as a starting point? Yeah, we talk about that every now and then. And we did make a mistake with our bed <laughs> to start with. Um, we thought we could sleep, I don't know how you say it, east to west. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I guess you know, the side that. of the van. Yeah. We thought we could fit and we measured and it was like, yeah, we'll be fine. We can sleep on a like on an angle. We'll be fine. And then first week, you know, I was like, nah, this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> we can't sleep like that full time for a year or more. So then we had to add um, extension cushions to the bed to make it a proper, I, I guess we now have a double double side, yeah. double bed. Uh, but that was a big mistake that we made. And then another thing that we really talk about is we have a permanent shower and bathroom in the van and we use it a lot less than we thought we were going to use it because we pay for any time fit, fitness memberships mm. and mm. we found a lot of um, hot free showers in Australia Um and also, like, when it's hot, we have cold showers at the beach or something like that. So we have also now outdoor shower. So we like the option of having a shower in the van, but we don't know if we would have a permanent shower again if we were to build a second one, just because it takes a lot of mm. room in such a small space. It was one of the most expensive parts yeah, of building true. the van as well. I would, and If you're looking at building or buying, hiring a lot of vans would be a good, a good tip. To know what you like and what you don't like, uh, we hired a couple, and we th even then we thought we knew we wanted these certain things, and it yeah. turned out after a year or like six months of traveling, we were like, oh, maybe we don't really need this after all. But yeah. we'd already done it. Yeah, and when I say about the permanent shower, that's one thing, and then the toilet is another thing. Like I, I couldn't do yeah, no. this without a toilet, so we definitely would need to find a place for for the <laughs> toilet if we didn't have the permanent shower. So. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. Good to know. Good tips. Good for people to um to take those tips when they want to do their build. Jumping into the van full time. Obviously, you both had full time roles. Um, Wade's yours was in an office, and Danny was yours already remote. Yeah, so I was a finance manager for a disability platform, and it was. 100% in the office full-time before COVID. And then with COVID, everything changed and I was working from home most of the time. And then once things started to normalize, we would do like two days back in the office, um, three days at home. And But then we actually, my dad passed away in March 2021. And then in August 2021, I think it was, we went to Brazil f- to spend like six months with my mom. Um, and I was working for that same company from Brazil and we were already building the van at that stage. We were almost done actually. Um, so I was working for this company from Brazil. And when we were back, I was like, well, there's nothing now is stopping us from going on the road. If I could do what I did from Brazil, doing it on the road in the yeah. same time zone, yeah. it's even easier. Um, so at the start for the first six months of van life, I was still working for that company. I started full time and then I wanted to enjoy a little bit more of my travels. So I, we went, I went into part time. Uh, but now I don't work for them anymore. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like a natural process for me. It started full time. Um, it started completely remote in a separate, in a different country. And then it, it got easier here in the van, but then I wanted to live more of this experience and work less so that I moved to part-time and then eventually I was I was like I just want to take the year off or and just enjoy it so it kind of went smoothly for me (laughs) I guess that's the only positive about COVID is that it definitely made it a little bit easier for people to have that flexibility which I guess is why a a lot of people jumped into van life and traveling a little bit more when they could um locally anyway So what do you both do for an income on the road now, now that you're full-time in the van? So when we were in Brazil at the time and we knew we were going to be doing traveling, I had started a blog um, and probably it's been a year and a half maybe and it's just starting to, to make a bit of an income for us. We get a little bit from that. We get a little bit from creating content for brands either through our Instagram page, so posting on our Instagram or creating content for them, for them to post in their social media or online or whatever they want to do with that. Yeah, and we've recently started a YouTube channel. Yeah. We, have, yeah. we haven't made any money from it, but hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> What's the blog called? Just so if um, anyone wants to have a little look. Yeah, sure. It's Travel with Wade and Danny. I can imagine you create beautiful content for clients, which is really nice. The blog is more, started more... Van stuff. Yeah, van life related, like focused. Yeah. We have a lot of um, content there for people building their own van and how tos and what's the best battery and that kind of stuff. Like exactly what we did, the research that we did when we were building out yeah, building our van. Just put it together. Um, and then recently, well, not recently, for the last year, we have also started adding the destination and travel side of things in there. So there's a little bit of everything in there, van life and travel related. That's amazing. Now, what's it like traveling with two cats? Uh, it can be It's more good than bad, I would say. <laughs> um, traveling with cats, I think, is way easier than traveling with dogs. They're super quiet. They clean themselves. We don't have to wash them. They're relaxed. Um, the only downside I would say is that it's very difficult for us to go to national parks. Um, yeah, we're just not allowed into national parks. But besides that, 
I think have been amazing. They're super well trained at the moment. We don't have them on harnesses when they we let them outside. We just keep an eye on them at all times. Like we don't just let them out, let them be free, but we're outside with them and just kind of let them be a little bit free <laughs> because um, Gachinia, she worked out how to escape from her harness. So there was no point even putting a harness on her. So <laughs> we just get, get, throw them away. <laughs> we gave up on the harnesses. I'm sure they're loving it. They're living their best life, let's be honest. They get to travel yeah. and see the country. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if they appreciate it as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> so diving into a bit more of a personal question, obviously being in a van with anyone for <laughs> 24-7, can be quite challenging. But as a couple, how do you go spending all of that time together? Do you have any boundaries that you set in place with having time for yourself or having certain things that you only do on your own? How do you manage that? We don't have any boundaries. Yeah. I've never had this question before. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We we have said like... if you're not a, in a good relationship or like good together and you jump in a van full time, you're really going to struggle because yeah. <laughs> like it does bring out, it amplifies everything. It brings out all of the bad and the good. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think so far in a year we've been doing pretty well. You know, we were really good before of our life. We've yeah. been together for almost 10 years. Yeah. Um, and we would always like when we oh, weren't in the office, when we weren't in the office, we would spend time. To, we would be, we were together. Yeah. Um, the only difference is that before then, I guess, um, we would have our hobbies. Like Wade had a dirt bike that we, he would just go and ride. And uh, But, yeah, he had to stop there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the main thing for making it work is communication. And Wade is really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with us is that I think I have that <laughs> South American thing that I explode kind of easily. And, yeah, and then he is that calm balance on the relationship so he brings me back to okay what's happening let's talk (laughs) so i guess that balance is really important that's true because if we were both explosive this would work but yeah i think main main tip for van life as a couple is communication Communication. if you don't have good communication work on that because that would be key yeah and i'm sure if we weren't the way that we are together having a certain thing of like going for walks by yourself Mm -hmm. running whatever your thing is of having time to yourself would be would be a very good option to survive this life (laughs) (laughs) amazing and you were saying um earlier that you guys are in your 30s and a lot of the people that you're meeting are younger do you get any pressure from friends and family to go back to the conventional life and and get the questions around why aren't you buying a house and settling down roots somewhere. And do you get a lot of that or do you find that a lot of people are just like, this is sick, you guys are doing what I wish I could do? I think more that. I think they're more like, we wish we could do this, Mm. but then maybe we had kids too early in life. I don't know. No, I think the pressure there we get sometimes is more around having kids more than anything. Um, because yeah, I'm 34, Wade is 35. Um, yeah, it's more like, oh, especially like Wade's parents, that's their number one question as well. Like (laughs) when are the kids coming? And the thing is like, we don't even know if we want kids. So if if we want, if it happens, like I'm sure we'll love it. But yeah, we haven't made, we don't, we haven't made that decision yet if we want it or not. So we try not to put that pressure on us. Um, but yeah, I feel like most people are, they, that's what they say to us instead of 
giving pressure more it's more like i wish i was doing what you guys yeah, are doing yeah we were kind of lucky and being a little bit older mm. and both of us had really good paying jobs before doing this we were able to purchase a property uh and luckily enough to keep it before traveling so i guess we kind of have one foot in the door on that side of it um yeah, we don't have that pressure of having to go back yeah, to do of, that because yeah. we kind of we've already done it. Yeah. It's there, yeah. paying us, giving us rent and paying for itself. Yeah. So that's the best position to be in. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that was the, the good thing. A bit like we are a little bit older. We have the whole twenties. We were working and and doing normal life stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we talk about that sometimes. Being like, do you do you wish we had started this mm. earlier mm. or? Or like, did we wait too long to do this? And then we always go back to no, because we worked a lot for the last 10 years and were able to build what we have Mm. now. So now we kind of travel with a lot less pressure in that sense of having to go back and buy a property and that kind of stuff than having traveled in our 20s. And then you kind of, if you don't build something online while you are on the road that you have to go back and start from scratch, Mm. I think. And at the same time, like we, because we have reached a point in our careers that we were in a really comfortable position, I feel like if we were to go back home at any point, we would probably find a good job again where we stopped because we were at a level that we're both like in a really good professional um, stage in our career. So yeah. that also takes a lot of the pressure out. If yeah. anything goes wrong, we know we can find something else. It sounds like you live a really happy healthy lifestyle do you think that living this lifestyle has made you appreciate life more and live more in the now instead of worrying about the future and and those pressures 100 for me definitely before i just wasn't happy in my yeah. job it was always just like oh next day i gotta get in the car and go to the office and now like i'm super happy to wake up and like what are we doing today we probably actually work more mm-hmm now than we did back then but i'm super happy with everything that we're trying to create and the ventures we're going on and uh yeah we're our own bosses in a way so, so super happy with everything and i don't you the same yeah 100 yeah. well i said before that i one of the reasons why i didn't just want to do is because i really loved my job before um but yeah i definitely love what we're doing mm. now more because i get to see the world or australia mm. while i'm doing building something for us so yeah it's totally it's that it's different but it's just not just as good as better (laughs) (laughs) i guess you've got the freedom now to kind of run it how you want uh which is a great feeling yeah yeah Yeah, where's the best place so far do you think if you could both pick one of the places that you've traveled to what's been your favorite i'll I'll go first Seeing Uluru for the first time, it was that wow. I, that was it, it. Just came out naturally. That wow, uh, and I'll never forget that feeling. That was crazy. It wasn't what I was expecting. Like I've seen that rock in a million books before and photos, but seeing it for the first time in person, it was incredible. So th- that's still my number one place. I would say just recently we went to Rottnest Island. Mm-hmm. That place was pretty amazing. Or second to that, maybe would have been like Esperance. Yeah, and the, Kangaroo Island. Was yeah, really Kangaroo nice Island too. was nice too. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, <laughs> there's too many, maybe. <laughs> but like, I would say almost besides <laughs> Uluru, probably anywhere with a really nice beach and a good kind of that beachy vibe, probably enjoy. <laughs> Tropical North Queensland is also yeah, up there yeah, for us. Yeah. How do you pick where to go? 
Are you using wiki camps? Are you going off other people's recommendations? What's kind of the best way to navigate your way around? Yeah, so I think we first started with defining so to first to pick which way we would go north or south was 100% on the time of the year and the weather. Yeah. Um, and then after we left, mm-hmm. we just, yeah, I, we, I have, so the way that I do our, how do you say like? Yeah. The, so the Danny, Danny does all the organizing. I'm pretty much just the driver. <laughs> and then she's like, let's go to this place. Let's go to that place. Yeah. And we off we go. Um, it's been working for the last year. <laughs> Maybe this is why we lasted a year. <laughs> Um, but the way that I do is like I have a book for all of Australia that I read kind of like the area that we're at. I also see lots of recommendations on Instagram. And then every time I see somewhere that I like or that other people recommend that I save on Google Maps as a place that we wanted to go. Um, and then after we kind of know the direction that we're going, then we start looking on wiki camps for places to sleep, um, day areas places that the cats are allowed and then we kind of make a plan for the day and it's it's it is one day after the next we don't have a plan for more than a week mm. if i would say instagram was a big one because we would follow a few people that would do the highlights of places they went to and you can go through their highlights and be like oh this place looks amazing let's put it on the list this place whatever so we actually created something the same to hopefully that we can help other people that are doing the same thing trying to plan out a trip because it's visual, it's videos of these amazing places I'm sure people would appreciate and if they're planning a trip can, mm. can start to mark out exactly where they want to go as well. How do you budget when you're on the road? <laughs> and we have a number. Like we, so before when we started, we t- chatted to Wade's parents because they had done the lap around Australia, or half of a half, lap. Yeah. They didn't do WA, but they did everything else. Um, and they, I think they told us that they spent $800 a week or something like oh, that. Yeah. But like Wade's parents, Wade's dad, he drinks a lot. So we were like, oh, we can have that cost because we don't drink <laughs> as much as they do. How, like half of that money is beer. So we're not, we, we won't spend that. Our budget is $500 a week. Yeah. But- Our first two weeks, we blew that budget by a lot. We're like, okay, $500 is not the number. Let's recalculate. But in saying that, they did their trip 10 years ago They're and then true. like fuel prices now is crazy, crazy expensive than what it used to be. So I think that's what blew our, our budget out, not realizing how expensive fuel was. Yeah. So now we have a number of $700 yeah. a week and we actually just did our finance for the whole year, how much, and we were on average like 750 a I week. It was, yeah. So we're very happy that we're kind of in the budget. Yeah. <laughs> What would you work out? Our accommodation costs for the whole year was like $450 or something. That's like $8 a week on average that we calculated. Like that's nothing. So that's not for everyone either. So like we sleep on the streets. We have our little checklist, I guess, we have for for sleeping on the streets and things like that. So that saves like a massive, massive, massive amount of money. Mm. Um, Not for everyone, obviously. And what would be your top advice for anyone that's listening that's thinking, I really want to try this, but I'm scared or I don't know what to do or they kind of got their half, their foot half in, but they're not sure, what would be your advice for them? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> like I guess if you've already hired and you kind of already know the lifestyle, you just got to take the jump. We were like that. We had, we had before even building the van, we're like, are we actually going to do this? Are we we're ready to leave? And then once we left, it was like the best thing. And we're like, why didn't we kind of do this? Why, what were we scared of? There's nothing to be worried about. 
everything kind of works itself out. It's a crazy adventure. Just yeah, I think for it. us, like the main thing was the money situation mm. because we were earning really good mm. money before and we thought but that we couldn't live without that amount of money every month. And we th- then we first we realized that being on the road, we spend a lot less than what we did living in a unit. Yeah, yeah. If you need to work mm. on the road, there are heaps of opportunity to stop and work if you want. We had a good amount of money saved, so we had that peace of mind as well. But we didn't want to chew through our savings, so we started finding ways to make money online. And there are so many ways that you can make money online on the internet, uh, online these days. So, yeah, I think if you're thinking about it mm-hmm. and are worried about anything, just f- first definitely start by hiring a van and giving it a go, see if that's for you, because that's definitely not for everyone. But if you already know that you could do it, just do it. You'll figure it out. Everything falls into place yeah. after. And worst case that can happen, you is you go back home and yeah. just start again. Like yeah. Jump in there and give it a crack, you say. Yeah, <laughs> take the leap. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the best place for people to get in contact with you guys? What's all your social handles and what's the best way for people to reach out if they want to have a yarn with you? Yep. Everything is Wade and Dunny. Yep. Um, YouTube, Instagram, Wade and Dunny, and then the website is Travel with Wade and Dunny. But yeah, Facebook. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Yeah. Wait and Danny. Yeah. I think TikTok's the same, isn't it? Oh, yeah, TikTok. We yeah. have that Amazing. Too. <laughs> oh, TikTok, everything. Every yeah. platform. <laughs> yeah. Wait and Thank Danny. you so much, guys, for coming on and having a chat. That is super useful information that I know a lot of people are going to love, especially the budgeting chat and your real and raw conversations about why you're doing it. Um, I think that will inspire people to get out there and try something new, which is what we're trying to do is encourage people to get outdoors and, and, and do the things that scare them. So yeah, a big thank you. No thank problems you. at all. Thank and you very that's, much. That's exactly our goal to get people to see more of the outside and less of an office. <laughs> yeah. And we also have saying as well as like, you only really grow when you're outside your comfort zone. Yep. So and also, we learned recently that crazy, crazy things happen when you just say yes to yeah. get out of your comfort zone and say yes yeah. to more things. Yeah. So. Amazing. Well, enjoy the rest of your lap. Thank you. And we'll definitely keep up to date with your travels on your Instagram page. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We would love you to give us a rating on the podcast app you are listening to this on now. And also make sure you hit the follow button. It really helps us to bring you some good content and spreads the word on how great van life is. I'll see you in two weeks.